This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, September 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. PPIC urges environmental storage. Guess who's 70? Disaster aid prospects and GAO details CFAP distribution. PPIC to Newsom. Store water for the environment. Researchers at the Public Policy Institute of California are urging the Newsom administration to take a different approach to storing water than it detailed in a strategic plan last month. The administration set goals for expanding storage for urban and agriculture users. But why stop there? What about storing water for the environment? Ask PPIC fellows Sarah Null and Jeffrey Mount in a recent op-ed. They argued the current approach to preserving ecosystems, which is based on minimum flow standards, has not improved rivers or native species. The two scientists suggest flipping that model to instead treat the environment as the priority. It is rather than a constraint. They would set aside a percentage of water flowing into reservoirs from the environmental purposes along with a portion of the storage capacity. This would enable water managers to mimic natural flows for wildlife. Nation's largest irrigation district turns 70. Fresno County established the Westlands Water District 70 years ago. During the post-war era, farmers were raising the idea of water supply project that would ease their reliance on groundwater for irrigating. They developed the district with 400,000 acres in 1952, adding more than 200,000 acres in 2007. Today, it generates $4.7 billion in annual economic activity. District Board President Ryan Ferguson said the agency, quote, has been a leader in water management and conservation in a region with a unique combination of soil and Mediterranean climate that makes it ideal for agriculture. And on that note, Bayer's Woodland Research Facility is celebrating 50 years this week. The complex initially focused on developing tomato hybrids resistant to a fungus that was devastating crops. Today, it wields advanced genetics to develop new breeds. The facility boasts 90,000 square feet of lab space, 68 greenhouses, and 400 acres of test plots. Disaster aid may have to wait. There's talk on the Hill of introducing a disaster aid package in the continuing resolution that must pass in order to advert a government shutdown with the new fiscal year starting October 1. The CR that Congress enacted last September includes $10 billion in ag disaster relief. Arkansas Senator John Bozeman, who, by the way, is a member of the Appropriations Committee and the top Republican of the Ag Committee, doesn't rule out including ag disaster assistance in the CR, but he thinks the GOP uh, colleagues would insist on rather keeping that bill relatively clean. That means disaster aid would have to wait until lawmakers can agree on an omnibus funding bill, he told AgriPulse. He said, I think we've got a good chance of getting it done in the omnibus for sure, Bozeman said. GAO details CFAP distribution. Seven farming entities collected at least $3 million in total coronavirus food assistance payments, including two that got more than $6.5 million. That, according to data, included in a report released by the Government Accountability Office. The top 25 CFAP recipients 
nearly all of them general partnerships collected a total of 74 million California had the highest average payment per producer at $97,619. The average payment nationwide was $32,074. Take note, GAO said farmers who are classified as socially disadvantaged collected $869 million, or an average of $20,396 per producer. Beginning farmers got $349 million, or an average of $19,859. Iowa, California, and Nebraska each received over $2 billion in CFAT payments. Eight other states, Minnesota, Texas, Illinois, Kansas, South Dakota, Wisconsin, North Dakota, and Missouri, got at least a $1 billion. Total CFAT payments were $31 billion. High potential for improper CFAT payments in California. The Farm Service Agency only spot-checked 7 of the 22,500 producers in California that received CFAT funding, leaving potential for improper payments to producers within the state. The GAO report found that the FSA could have doled out $87.3 million in improper payments nationwide that after evaluating 90 claims that appeared to be at high risk. It discovered that 48 of those claims were not adequately supported by documentation. And California was primarily given payments for specialty crops and other agricultural products that aren't generally eligible for Farm Bill programs which heightens the risk for improper payments in the state, the report said. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. FDA announces lettuce sampling in Salinas Valley. Food Drug Administration will be collecting about 240 lettuce samples from operations in California's Salinas Valley through October in a continuing effort to reduce outbreaks of foodborne illnesses. The farms, quote, were identified by traceback investigations in recent years as being potentially associated with foodborne illness outbreak in which lettuce or leafy greens were the likely or suspected food vehicle, FDA says. FDA also says it may collect water, soil, and scat samples, quote, based on observations made at the time of sampling and a farm or ranch past inspection history. Stab it out. Time may have run out on cattle bills. Lawmakers on both sides of Capitol Hill have spent the past couple of years working to rein in the market power of the four largest beef packers. But time may well have run out on two major reform bills. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan says in an AgriPulse Newsmakers interview that the Senate may not have enough floor time left to consider the measures, one of which would mandate minimum levels of cash trading in cattle markets. Those are bills that I would love to see move forward in some way. It's not clear at this point how much time it would take on the floor because there is a real division, particularly among Republican colleagues, she said. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has given no indication that he would put the legislation on the Senate floor this month. Keep in mind, the lead sponsor of the Cattle Markets Transparency Act, Deb Fisher, the Nebraska Republican, told AgriPulse there would be enough GOP support for her bill to ensure its Senate passage, even if opponents can peel off several Democrats. Stamina also talks in the Newsmakers interview about the next farm bill. Newsmakers will be available today at AgriPulse.com. 
Here's today's He Said It. He's somebody that has been very, very popular, so it could be any time. That's Senator John Bozeman, the Arkansas Republican on the prospect for a Senate vote on the nomination of USDA Advisor Doug McCallum to be the Biden administration's agriculture trade negotiator. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, September 9th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.